1 Chronicles chapter 3. Now these were the sons of David, who were born to him in Hebron. The firstborn, Amnon, of Ahinoam the Jezreelitess. The second, Daniel, of Abigail the Carmelitess. The third, Absalom, the son of Maacah, the daughter of Talmai, king of Geshur. The fourth, Adonijah, the son of Haggith. The fifth, Shephatiah of Abital. The sixth, Ithriam of Eglah, his wife. Six were born to him in Hebron, and he reigned there seven years and six months. He reigned 33 years in Jerusalem, and these were born to him in Jerusalem, Shimea, Shobab, Nathan, and Solomon. Four, of Bathshua, daughter of Amiel, and Ibhar, Elishama, Eliphalet, Nogar, Nepheg, and Japhia. Elishama, Eliada, and Eliphalet, nine. All these were the sons of David, in addition to the sons of the concubines, and Tamar was their sister. Solomon's son was Rehoboam, Abijah his son, Asa his son, Jehoshaphat his son, Joram his son, Ahaziah his son, Jarash his son, Amaziah his son, Azariah his son, Jotham his son, Ahaz his son, Hezekiah his son, Manasseh his son, Ammon his son, and Josiah his son. The sons of Josiah, the firstborn, Johanan, the second, Jehoiakim, the third, Zedekiah, and the fourth, Shalom. The sons of Jehoiakim, Jeconiah his son, and Zedekiah his son. The sons of Jeconiah, the captive, Shealtiel his son, Malkiram, Pediah, Shenazah, Jechemiah, Hoshama, Nedabiah. The sons of Pediah, Zerubbabel and Shimi. The sons of Zerubbabel, Meshalem and Hananiah, and Shelemith was their sister. And Hashubah, Ohel, Berechiah, Hasadiah, Jushab, Hesed, five. The sons of Hananiah, Pelatiah and Jeshiah. The sons of Rephiah, the sons of Arnan, the sons of Obadiah, the sons of Shechaniah, the sons of Shechaniah, Shemiah. The sons of Shemiah, Hatush, Iglag, Bariah, Neriah, and Shaphat. Six, the sons of Neriah, Elioni, Hizkiah, Azrikam, three, the sons of Elioni, Hodaviah, Eliashib, Peleah, Akub, Johanan, Deliah, and Anani, seven. So more joy in names. <laughs> and um, we've got the interesting part here in the start of this chapter, the sons of David. And it goes through and lists six sons that were born to David when he was the king of Hebron. Now, if you will remember back from the book of Solomon, David was you know, running from Saul, and eventually when Saul died, the tribe of Judah asked him to be a king, and so he set up in Hebron, but it was about two years um, before he was asked to become the king of all Israel, but he kept reigning in Hebron for another five years, and then he moved his capital to Jerusalem. So he was in Hebron for seven years, two years as the king of Judah, and then another five years as the king of everyone, and then he moved to Jerusalem, and he had, so he had these six sons in Hebron, and then all these other sons in Jerusalem. And the six sons, we know a few of them because we've been through their stories of Amnon, Adonijah, Absalom. But the second son was mentioned there, it said Daniel. And I don't know if you remember, but when we were talking about the sons of David back in, in 2 Samuel, it said his second son's name was Kiliab. So Samuel says Kiliab, 1 Chronicles 3 says Daniel, what have we got here? 
we just got two different names for the same person. That's it. It's not weird at all. It's just sometimes people have, are called different things. So two different names, it's the same guy. What's really interesting about this is when we get down to, you know, and it says that you know, Amnon was the, was the son of uh, Ahnon, you know, and then um, Absalom was the son of Makar, you know, daughter of the king Gesher. And so each of the first six sons, just, there was just one wife who had one son. So in other words, for those six sons, there were six wives. But when he got to Jerusalem, uh, David has, it lists four sons with Bathsheba. Now, David actually had five sons with Bathsheba because when he did the terrible sin with Bathsheba, that son that was first born died and was never given a name. So it's only listing the other four there. So we've got an interesting thing where David's first six sons come from six different women, but then David's next four sons come from one woman, Bathsheba, and then all his other sons, it doesn't even say the names of the, their mothers. So, and then it mentioned he, that he had more sons to concubines. So he ends up with a bunch of sons. Like I think there's 18 or 19 there from official wives. And then he's got more sons from concubines. But of all of these, there's only one wife where he has, it seems like he has more than one son with, and that's Bathsheba. And he has five sons to Bathsheba. So it, even though the sin with Bathsheba was terrible, it turned out to be that she was like the most wife-like of all his wives. Like the, she was the woman that was the most like a real wife in that he had multiple children. He kind of had a family with her. He had all these other sons. But if I was going to guess, I would say Bathsheba lived in the palace. But we know that some of his other wives didn't live in the palace with him. They had their own houses elsewhere. It's all terrible. It's all sad. Um, but it's just a, this chapter here is a window into that. And interestingly, it lists the, the four sons that, that lived of Bathsheba, and Solomon is listed fourth, and Nathan is listed third. Now, Nathan and Solomon, these are the two sons that are descendants that go all the way down to Christ. Nathan is, a descent, is an ancestor of Christ in the Gospel of Luke, and Solomon is an ancestor of Christ in the Gospel of Matthew. Two different genealogical lines which come down. One comes down to Mary, that's through Nathan, and one comes down to Joseph, that's through Solomon. So Jesus is descended from, from King David twice, but through, these, through Bathsheba in both cases. And Solomon is the youngest. Who knew? <laughs> you kind of get the feeling that out of this little group, like that Solomon was the first kid that Bathsheba had, but he's actually the fifth. So sometimes you don't pick up on these things, but it's just interesting to find. So, um, Another thing that I just want to mention too of interest is the son, the son um, one of the kings of Israel here uh, is Jehoiachin. Now, I'm mentioning it now because I was supposed to mention it in the last chapter, but I forgot. But Jehoiachin was taken into captivity um, by you know, King Nebuchadnezzar. And when he got there, he was in chains. But then the Bible said that he was lifted up and given a daily ration and he was seated at the king's table. So this really, really weird thing happens where, and, and also Jehoiachin is mentioned in this chapter, which is really, really interesting. So um, Jehoiachin is um, taken off into captivity and then for some funny reason, the king at the time, Nebuchadnezzar, oh no, it's evil Merodach, it's, the, it's like one of the descendants after Nebuchadnezzar, he decides to get this guy out of the prison 
and put him at the king's table and treat him properly. And um, it seems so unlikely. But archaeology has since discovered some cuneiform tablets which look like a shopping list. It's all written in cuneiform, which is this funny kind of like arrow-shaped alphabet. All the little al letters are all in these like arrow shapes. And um, in the cuneiform, as they've been reading it through, it looks like a kind of like a shopping list. It was like a list of daily rations. Like, and then as the cuneiform goes down, they realize it's a list of the food that was given to, guess who? Jehoiachin. So weirdly enough, the Bible says that this king was restored, to his, was restored and he ate at the king of Babylon's table every day. And we have a cuneiform tablet that says the same thing. It says that the king supplied his needs every day and says how much they were that he was given every single day. So it's very, very cool that a small detail like that is verified archaeologically. But what's even cooler is that this guy, Jehoiachin, is a descendant of Jesus Christ. His son is Shealtiel, who gets mentioned in this chapter here. And this chapter goes on to list more people after that. And the, this is the descendants of Christ. So when the kings get taken off into captivity, normally what happens is when an, an empire attacks a country and they defeat it, they kill the kings. But for some really weird reason, they don't kill Jehoiachin. But he ends up eating at the king's table in Babylon and being cared for. Well... It just turns out that the Lord's promise to King David all those years ago that he would never fail to have a man to sit on the throne came true because through the line of these kings we get Jesus Christ. So in this chapter, in chapter 3, we've got that guy here. We've got, you know, Josiah and his son, Jeconiah, his son, Jehoiachin, his son, Shealtiel. It's all recorded here in chapter 3. So Lord, we thank you for your promise to King David. And I thank you, it's, such, it's actually a promise to us all. Lord, that we have a king that will never fail to rule on the throne, and we thank you for it. We praise the Lord for your faithfulness to us. In Jesus' name, amen.